Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood sub-genres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, time for another edition of the Bootleg Cat Podcast. Uh, Listen, I'm on vacation right now in Cancun, so we're going to keep the intro short. Um, Got to speak with Pete Rock this week. Shout out to the legend. Extremely interesting guy to follow on Twitter. One of the greatest producers of all time. Had an amazing conversation with him. Uh, a lot of dope stuff planned for the podcast that we're going to be announcing in the coming days, weeks, etc. But look, I'm in Cancun kicking it. Y'all all uh, enjoy, uh, you know, this week. We got Draco the Ruler on the way and working on some really, really big interviews. Um, so appreciate everyone who locked in. Getting a lot of dope positive feedback from the Jay Mills interview from last week. And uh, even the price interview from last week. So we got to show love to our sponsors, though. Shout out to uh, Odd Socks, man. Listen, it's the holidays. Everyone's trying to figure out what to get their loved ones, their kids, their significant others. Look, Odd Socks, the most comfortable socks in the world. And they got a pair of socks for everybody. They got all the licenses that you can imagine. Nickelodeon, WWE, Mike Tyson. uh, I could go on and on. Scarface, uh, Breaking Bad, whatever you want, whatever you need. They got a sock for it, plus they got their Odd Socks Basics line, which are so comfortable, and they just launched their underwear, their Odd Socks underwear. So go get some Odd Socks at oddsocksofficial.com. You support them, you support us. Use the keyword bootleg care for 20% off, all right? And shout out to Vaping. Make sure you head on over and support our other sponsor, Vaping, at vapingclear.com. You could also go to vapingcbd.com and uh, get you some CBD cartridges, get you some lotions, get you something you know, some of that wellness, vapingcbd.com. Keyword bootleg care for 20% off. Pete Rock, ladies and gentlemen, via Zoom, his new project, uh, Pete Stramentos, comes out Friday. But shout out to Pete Rock, man. Let's get into it. Bootleg care podcast. Uh, We've got the legendary, one of the greatest of all time, Pete Rock. Peace, peace. What up, bro? Man, listen, Pete Rock, let me tell you something. When I was a kid, when you dropped your album, I think it was The Soul Brother. Mac and The Soul Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, what was it? What was the album you dropped? Your solo album, and it was like ninety eight, ninety nine. Uh, uh, Soul Survivor. Soul Survivor. Yeah, that was the first time. Like I, I'm, I'm thirty three. So at that time, I was like twelve or some shit. 
But that was yep, the first you know time. What time it is. You, you heard it. Right. So I'd, I had come up on your ship without even knowing about the CL Smooth shit, right? So I like had to go back and, and dig in. But I just want to give you your flowers, man. You're a legend, bro. Uh, welcome oh, to the podcast. You, Thank you, boss, man. You know what I'm saying? You I, know, I love hip-hop, brother. I love what I do, man. You know, it's as simple as that, man. I met you for the first time. Uh, I met you backstage at Rock the Bells with DJ. I have a picture with you and DJ Premier. Oh, okay. Which is one of the most legendary photos I've ever taken. To have both of you guys together in a photo. <laughs> Is a big yep. deal. Um, yo, talk about <laughs> let, let's let's get in real quick. Just just you know, you, you're dropping a new project now. It's all instrumentals, right? Yeah, all instrumentals, no samples. I got a band now. Shout out to the Soul Brothers, Daru, Yannick, Christopher McBride, Mono Neon, um, um, Jermaine Holmes, Marcus Machado, Big Yuki. Um, the list goes on, man. You know, I, I like I'm trying to be one of those great 70s bands like like cool and the gang and uh right you know it's 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 crazy to hear you say you're putting out an instrumental album with no samples Mm -hmm. yep no samples at all i I mean listen a producer is a producer man you you know you got to be able to make music too like Mm -hmm. without the sampling you know what i'm saying and these are all my ideas with the band just playing them over yeah um why why go the instrumental route as opposed to i don't know just you're pete rock you could get verses from whoever you want you've done it before so mm-hmm. like why 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 just do the full instrumental route on the on this go round because i want people to to really feel the music without no noise on it <laughs> at first you know what i'm saying it's like, funny because it's, that, that that's what happened with uh with donuts with dilla it was like yeah i don't even want to hear anybody rapping on donuts nope you just want to nope. press play on it and just vibe and just vibe, because you know what? Music is a vibe. It's medicine. It's heal. It's a healer. You know what I'm saying? So that's my job first is to do that for the people. You know what I mean? And, you know, you can bring the rappers in anytime I'm ready to do something like that. You know what I'm saying? I got a whole bunch of that coming out soon with other rappers and with my own team. Who do you have? Okay. I I, I want get, to get to a few eras of your career, but um, out of the new generation... Um, who, who, who's got your attention? Um, Griselda. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of other people too. Um, you know, Action Bronson, you know, all them type of cats. Freddie Gibbs, you know what I'm saying? Like people like that. I'm, 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 that's, that's, that's my wave. That's my wave right there. Have you you tapped in with the Corday kid? Not yet. You know, you got I feel like you guys would you guys would make some beautiful music together, man. Your phone just just dipped out. You there? You're back. Okay. You're you're back. I'm back. My phone died, man. I figured that's what happened. Yep. I'm on my other phone now. All good, man. Look, P. Rock. Um, we were talking about some of the newer artists that you were fucking with. You were saying you loved Griselda. Uh, Freddie Gibbs. Have you, you and Gibbs haven't worked together yet? Not yet, but we talking about it. We've been talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Yo. And, uh, I, I'm like, I, you know, if, if it happens, that'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, right, right now I'm more concentrated on, um, cause I see cats is busy. So I'm doing, you know, my own stuff with my artist, Amir, who's going to be really Amir. dope. Amir. Okay. Amir. Amir. So yep. Yeah, hey, you know what album I really loved was the record you you and uh, Smoke Dizza put out together. 
Yes, Don't Smoke Rock. Don't Smoke Rock was crazy. And then you put yes, the instrumentals sir. album out. Yes. What uh, w- Would you guys do a, um, a sequel to that? Of course. Has that been talked about at all? Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, I think I think that and the Smith and Wesson show. I feel like like you know it's funny because you you've you've been doing these joint projects, and I feel like this year and last year were really kind of like the wave of like artists fully tapping in with a producer. You know, Hit Boy did his thing with Benny, Fred did his thing with Alchemist. You know, Conway did something with Alchemist. Yeah. Um, who's somebody who you would like to just zone out with and do a whole album with that you haven't yet? Ghostface. Ghostface. Yep. yep. That would be legendary. Sure. Well, we you, have you have you guys spoken about that ever? Um, we talk like a lot. We talk like a lot all the time, and um, you know, we'll just have to see, man. Ghostface would be insane. Yep. He's my personal top five ever. My personal. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yep. Yo, Ghostface. He's, he's on my personal list too. There's two lists, right? There's like your personal list and then like the list that you, you know, the, the like. So when people be like, what's your top five or top 10, man, I got top 20, man. It's, it's like, who, what are we talking about? Are we talking about like everyone's list or like my favorites? Because there's like a difference. My security list, my most important list has Jadakiss on it and Ghostface. That's fair. Got gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Ghostface, the, the most consistent uh, one of the most consistent rappers ever, discography-wise, album for album, he could go against. It's like him and Ye. Yep, so That's dope. Cool. And I know, like, if we ever worked together, it would be so easy. Is it easy to work with Pete Rock? Yeah. How fucking yeah? I just you, you the most. You know what? You know what? You know what? It's easy to work with me when you respect me. Okay. So you got to make sure that the artists understand. See, because I think that that's an important thing to say, because if someone's going to do something with Pete Rock, they got to understand it's a full collaborative process. You're Pete Rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't you can't be disrespectful to my to, to my. Um, to the way I do, you know, to the way I'm great. Right. Because I, I do feel like what like guys like yourself, guys like Primo, I wish that there was more of records like the record you did with Dizza. I mm-hmm. wish that there was more. Like I like I, I can't tell you how excited I was when you did the joy with 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 Hogan Ye. And yes. when you had when the, when you were in that pocket where, where Ye was doing the, the Good Friday records and you were working with Kanye. Yeah. Um I was just so excited because I'm like, this is what I, I want to hear, Pete Rock and Kanye. Why didn't it happen sooner? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it would have but you know like i look at it like you could just set it down right there thank you thank you i look at it like you know like he's from my school and that was bound to happen regardless you know what i'm saying talk talk about that era um where you were tapping in with yay and and, and the joys those are my two favorite kanye verses probably ever um thank you when he said uh the, the the holy trinity a bad bitch and a bag of or some hennessy yeah, he in the mirrors where i see my only enemy he killed, yo let me tell y'all something about kanye on the lyric tip homeboy's yeah. nice he's super nice right 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 I take that i will not never take that away from him and he's very talented you know nah for sure man um 
Was there any records you did with Ye that we didn't hear? Yeah. I did a, I laid about eight beats, but I think he might have went in on a, more than just one. Right. But I, I never heard it. And I doubt if he's using anything, but you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Um, all right, so so you got the you 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 put the band together. We're getting uh mm-hmm. some some great instrumentals, some great music uh from you. Um the person who I haven't let's talk about you and 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 and, and why why haven't we seen a versus with Pete Rock? I, I feel know, like man. I feel like you're the obvious guy to do one as far as the produ- producer. I wouldn't mind seeing you and Alchemist. I mean, I, I put it out there already, man, but nobody's biting, so it's all good. How 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 dope was it for you as a fan of the culture to, to see the Rizza Primo uh, battle? I liked it. I liked it. You know what I'm saying? But I just felt that the, there was a lot of things that needed to be rectified with, with the way it was coming over the, the, the Instagram. And oh, definitely. Yeah, there was some... That was before they were doing them in person, and it was a big production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in and out and you know it was a lot of it was just a lot of stuff that that needs to be fixed you know what i'm saying let me ask you this pete do you feel like you're underappreciated as as as, when it comes to hip-hop overall do you feel like you get your flowers you deserve i I feel like i I get my flowers sometimes you know what i'm saying and you know i i really i really don't care man right you know what i'm saying because i love music regardless of how people, where people want to place me. I don't care about that shit. You know what I'm saying? What I care about is what's already up there in the sky. It's already, everything I've done, man, is on top tier. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not mad at nobody or nothing or cats not recognizing, you know, my talent. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, real people know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? That's real a fact. People, real people know what it is. I'm not bothered by none of this shit because I have real talent. Yo, what I appreciate about you is you're extremely unfiltered on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Your Twitter be going up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I, I'm just trying to show people that, you know, there's a real side to me. And that, you know, even with the disrespect, I, I really don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm saying things for me and for people who agree with it or disagree in a respectful way not in a disrespectful way because you could disagree but you don't got to be disrespectful i think that that's something that um we've lost sight of right is that you 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 if you know if you don't see eye to eye with someone i feel like in 2020 is automatically an enemy or really really contentious conversation like you could be texting somebody and somebody will take you take it totally the wrong way because they they can't see a facial expression or you know they they assume that you're getting at them you know what i'm saying even even like even like if you have any sort like you know i don't fuck with donald trump right i don't yeah yeah right i i i I voted for joe biden Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at the same time i have my critiques of joe biden me too. Just like you did. I see on your, I saw, I saw, I saw some things you've said, but what's mm-hmm. crazy is you can't say those things out loud no. without, without people coming at you. Like, bro, yeah. like, yep. like it's, it's almost like you can't even critique people anymore. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, let me tell you something, man. In the beginning, I used to be like, Oh my God. Oh my God. 
oh, he did, oh, he just called me this. He just disrespected me. He just, uh. But I see what it is, man. I see these low lives, man. They, they, they just like to comment to get that, 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 you know, so they could go back and run back and tell it for, yo, I was arguing with Pete Rock, yo, da, 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 da. And then he gets some followers behind that. Yeah, it's almost like there's people who wait around online all day to be offended. <laughs> it's like, what That's are you doing with your life when you're just sitting nothing. on Twitter waiting and waiting to get nothing. offended? They're not doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that's another thing that's in thought. You know, like, oh, these cats ain't nobody. They just home rubbing on their peas. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I saw, hey, w- give me your honest thoughts. Um, I really enjoyed, I saw you tweeting about the Tyson fight. I really enjoyed watching, uh, first of all, Mike looked nice. Yeah, yeah. He looked it, sharp. Let me tell you, man, I, I look back on both them dudes' careers and I look at how they used to just dance on people. Like, Roy is the, the best boxer dancer ever, you know, back in his heyday. You of know? course. Even them giving this us, you know, um, giving us this fight now is like, it's well appreciated because this it's, it's great entertainment for the times we're in, man. We need some type of picker-upper, you know what I mean? Yeah, I thought they did a great job. Whoever the Triller people are, they did a, yeah. you know, even the Jake the Jake Paul shit, you know, that yeah, was a, that, that was great. That was crazy. That was crazy. And I mean, I, I love Nate Robinson. He's a Nick. You know what I'm saying? But when you when you pop in that shit and you ain't backing that shit up, man, yeah. and you 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 really not gonna back that up, man. You, that's a recipe for disaster. Um, we have a. Did you pay attention to the Grammy nominations? No. So the the best rap album category this year was extremely. It was some real hip hop shit that got nominated. Really? Yeah. Freddie, I saw something online. I know Freddie Gibbs got nominated. Freddie Gibbs got nominated. Uh, Royce the Five Nine got nominated. Yeah, Royce. Yep, Royce and Jay Le- Jay Electronica. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nas for King's Disease, mm-hmm. and uh, and this kid from LA named D Smoke. I'm Who's wondering. That? D Smoke is um really dope talented kid from Inglewood out here in LA. He's uh he was on that show Rhythm and Flow on Netflix, but really fucking amazing artist i'm oh, okay. wondering though what was your favorite album of the year of, of this year of this year buster rhymes oh it's so good <laughs> it's so good yo tell me cr- how crazy the farrakhan speech is on there and how it leads into buster spazzing listen man people are so afraid of the truth bro you know what i'm saying and that's one thing i commend about buster rhymes like you know, doing this album, you know what I'm saying? Because it's real times right now. And you, you know, to say, to do something else other than something real, you know, ain't, ain't the move. You know what I'm saying? So uh, e- ELE is the best album in 2020. Yo, Period. it's crazy too, because it tells you how important it is to make timeless music. Because a lot of this album, some of these songs are 10 years old. Yep. And the yeah. fact that they still resonate right now, like, and then, so you're a part of the intro. Talk about how old that record is. Man, 1992. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was, it was, you know, the joint I did for Nas. And right. he brought it back on some next. You got the, he, I thought it was dope. He gave you the feature. Like, yes. it's a feature in Pete Rock. I love, I love. Buster Rhymes. We have a, a really good relationship going back since 1991. So 
that's my guy. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, shit, man. Look, there was a lot of great music that came out. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but the, the way some of the music that you hear, there's no real structure on the album. This Buster album has structure. Mm, it's front to back. Front to back, and you can tell that Buster cares about his audience. You could tell that he made this album for them, and you could tell that he is a hip hopper in his heart all the way. He took, he, he, he took the time on this album, and in, a t- in an era where, where no one takes time on their projects. Everybody's just rushing and throwing stuff out, and there's no rush to throw music out. I want you to take me back to obviously you're a part of my favorite album ever, Illmatic, which is probably if you were to, you know, interview a hundred tastemakers in hip hop, it'd probably get the most first place votes. You know what I'm saying? I think it's probably undisputedly. That's a Mount Rushmore album. Yes. Um, when did you first meet Nas? 1990 or 91 when I was hanging around with Lars Professor and, uh, Queens. Shout out to Large Professor. Now, was this this was uh was this around the time Live at the Barbecue had released, or was it before that? It was it was around that it was around that time. And and yeah, before that. And when you're working on Illmatic, when you're working on 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 with Nas, are you like aware at the moment? Because I feel like so much we're we're living in the moment, so sometimes we don't realize like the history we're a part of or. Or like, like, were you like aware at the time? Were you conscious of like, yo, this shit is like, this is going to change hip hop? Well, depending on who got the beat. And anytime I'm working with him, you know, something good is going to happen. So that's basically what that was. And when I, when he heard the beat, it, it triggered something in him. And, you know, he, on the spot, he came up with the hook and he was like, yo, I want you to. I want you to say this hook. I want you to sing this hook. And I, you know, did it. I didn't want to do it at first, but I did it. I ended up doing it. Yeah, it's crazy because I also feel like you don't get a you don't get enough you don't get props as much as you should as a also as a as a as an artist. I mean, as a producer, you know, you I I just feel like as an artist as well. I feel like you don't get the uh, the respect. Maybe am I supposed to be getting all this respect and stuff from? Like, I don't know. I don't care, bro. You know what I'm because you know what? People are going to be who they are. It's all good, man. You know, you, you got people out here who are clueless on what Pete Rock has done, you know, how important he is, all that. You know what I'm saying? And then you got people that show love. You got people that's like, yo, you are that nigga still. You know what I'm saying? And, um, hey, man, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm not... I'm not mad at nobody. You know, there's so many dope people that <laughs> producers, rappers that I I want to work with still. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I would love to hear the the Freddie Gibbs for me would be would be would be special. And listen, I would put my foot in that one. And the and the a hey, a ghost face a ghost face project would be fucking insane. Too that that put two feet in that. I feel like you've you've definitely probably answered the who are your favorite um producers of all time i want to know who do you think is the most slept on two or three producers ever two or three producers you mean like two or three producers that that you think 
deserve to be in more conversations because I do think there are a lot that are, you know, I think large professors are one of them. I think there's a lot, but like who, who do you got in that, in that, in that list? Black milk. Black milk is so cold. Black milk needs more props. You know what I'm saying? He's dope. You know what I'm saying? So dope. And I don't know if people up on, on vitamin D, but he dope too. Oh my goodness. Vitamin like D. He, he's a, he's one of my new favorite dudes. On the yeah. I have to check. Yeah, Derringer's dope. The Griselda guy, he's he's great. I think like, yeah, Derringer gets it in. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I, I was an Alchemist fan. You know what I'm saying? Of course. You know, ALC like, man. Yeah. Yep. Alchemist and um, you know everyone else. I'm a fan of all producers. It's not, it's not a fan like Ninth One. Everybody, I, I, I like everyone. You know what I'm saying? Is there um? But, hey, I'm gonna say Dilla and Madlib are my two favorites. Yo, how crazy were both of those Madlib projects with Fred? <laughs> wow. Stupidity. Come on, man. Madlib be having joints, man. Got I, beat. I heard, Matt, I heard he made a lot of bandana on an iPad, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. He's played me so many joints and sent me so much stuff. We talk almost every other day. And then, you know, when I tell people that, they're like, I can't get him on the phone for nothing. I can't find him. I told right. you guys. Yo, um, do, like, shout out to Madlib, but do you think, um, like, how often do you, because, you know, uh, I, I, I heard this story that Kanye once snatched drums from Dr. Dre back in the day. He probably did. How often do you, like, as producers, share, like, sounds or, like, have you ever hit somebody up? Like, yo, where'd you get those drums? No. Not, not Pete Rock. I find my own kicks and snares, man. I got, I'm a digger, I'm a heavy digger, man. That's all we do. When, as soon as we put the needle down, we're, we don't, we, the, you know, we looking for samples, but so, sometimes when we put the needle down, you'll hear a popping ass snare, bop. You know what I'm saying? Or a hi-hat or, you know. Right. I can make, make snares from scratch, homie. Let me ask you this, because um, in 2020, how are you, like, what, like what, what do you use to make beats? Are you using, like, like this? Because obviously, th times have changed, technology's changed. Back in the yeah. day, we used to carry records when we would DJ. Now we I'm, don't need records. How are, are you still using your old school equipment? Are you on, like, Reason, Pro Tools? Like, what are you using? Vinyl forever. I'm not a digital motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't digital at all. You haven't, you haven't compromised on that. I do the digital work. Don't get it fucked up. I, you know, right. I got to oh, do that shit. But I'm, when I'm home, man, it's, it's vinyl, man. And even like certain 45 parties I make pop up and do, I'm bringing a little box out of vinyl. Damn. The 45s. Yep. That's yep. a beautiful thing, man. Are you, do you have anything else that you have uh, in the can right now, Pete, that you're working on outside of this instrumental project that's about to drop? Um, yes, a whole bunch of stuff. A whole bunch. 2021 is going to be an awesome, you know. Can you kind of give us any sort of hints? Um, I got my band, Pete Rock and the Soul Brothers album we're working on, right? Not the Pete Shimano's three. They're, they're, they're featured on that on every beat. They're playing over every joint that you hear. Right. And then we drop an album, right? And then my man Amir comes the rapper, the MC, and um, we got a mixtape coming out called Worth Its Weight and Soul, where I just, just taking anything, uh, 
Rick James, outstanding and Fatback Man and in, in certain, you know, obscure beats and mixing it all together and, you know, give people a feel of who this guy is. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things that you could just, it's a mixtape. It's free and you could just like kind of jam to it and lyrically dude is dope. How, what is your um, temperature on hip hop currently? I feel like it's been in a dark place and I feel like it's, things are starting to turn around a little. It's starting to turn around. So my temperature right now is 65 degrees. Okay. Okay. You understand? You're not, you're not freezing. No, I'm not freezing, but I'm in the middle somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to get to the heat. A couple me? years ago, you might have been freezing a couple of years ago. I was, I was in an igloo. <laughs> Shit was rough. Shit, Shit was, was rough. rough. I was angry and upset. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, because I can't stand whack beats and lyrics. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's like... Some 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 somewhere down the line, this this like idea of like super overmodulated, just very just 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 a lot of this shit that was coming out just sounded like noise, bro. Exactly, man. And it was just like, man, I know I was angry in the beginning because it was going over my head like, damn, these guys ain't learned. Maybe we gotta reteach them. Mm. That's and some then, real shit. And then I snapped out of it. You know what I'm saying? And was like, all right. You know, let me just put some music out and see if who bites. That's fair. Hey, uh, when you worked with uh, with Ye on the Joy, were you were you in? Was that when you did you go to Hawaii for that? Yes, I did. What was, was that? Great. What was that? What was that trip like? What was it like being out there working on history? Because obviously that ended up on Watch the Throne, but um, you know that was the, the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, you know, yep. Uh, sessions. Yep, 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 and um, it was great. I mean, shit, that, that dude is living like a prince, you know, um, at least on the Hawaii side, I've been to his Malibu. Did I, was I in his Malibu? No, 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 that was Russell, um, the comedian I went to hang out Russell with Russell Peters? Yes, in Malibu. Yeah. And he told me who lives around him and near him. And I think Jay-Z lived down the street and Kanye lived over there and so, so. But anyway, we was in Hawaii and had a huge, you know, it was it was great. I had a, I had fun. You know, yeah. yeah, it was crazy because at that time he brought RZA into the fold. He brought you into the fold, and it was like, finally, like these this is the people we want to see Kanye work with. These are the people who inspired him. Like I laid I laid eight beats. I laid eight eight of my own beats. You know what I'm saying? And and it just we narrowed it down to one. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. But, yes, but I mean, you know, I, I had so much fun. I met. That was my first time meeting Rick Ro Rose. Rick, Ro I mean Rose. You know what I'm saying? Um, I met Kid Cudi that day. Yeah. I, I met John Legend and his wife that day. Wow. Yeah. And uh, while we were working all day, and then Kanye had these little pieces of paper up all over the studio saying, "No Twitter." No Twitter. Yeah, that, like, that tells no, you how how long ago it was. Because now it would be yeah. no Instagram. Yeah, I remember he did something like that online where he talked about you know. And then when I went over there and was in the studio, you know, he had it all over the studio. <laughs> were you hey were you, you were you there to witness Rick Ross laying down his verse for Devil in a New Dress? No, I didn't. I didn't see that go down. Because that that's one of my favorite verses. But look, uh, the the project comes out next Friday or, the, or tomorrow. Or tonight? December 11th. December 11th, so next Friday. Yes. 
um, the volume three, mm-hmm. and then and and then twenty twenty one. So much more coming. What? Can't wait to start. And there Spend- it is. <laughs> hey, 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 and and uh, shout out your uh, artist Samir. Like, how can we find him online and all that? Just so we could tap in with him. He goes by A M X X R for show on, on Instagram with you know periods between each syllable. All right, my G. Well, look, I appreciate your time and and and, and thank you for charging your phone up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pete. and you also you know go on my page if you want to hear like two clips of of the mixtape. You'll see you'll see the cover with me and him on there. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to be doing a vinyl pressing at all? Yes. Yep. yep. Boom. Go support, man. Have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? You got to. P yeah. Rock, thank you for your time, bro. God bless you, kid. Yes, sir. All right. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.